This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. There are so many things that we just have in our mind and we assume that they're correct because we've heard them a hundred thousand times. We got to get rid of all those myths. If you've done a great job saving, you'd be surprised what you can accomplish when you use the right strategies. Most people just aren't aware of them. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. The people that have sacrificed opportunities to spend money, they sacrificed by putting the money in that 401k. They've sacrificed by putting that money in a 529 college plan for their grandkids. Those types of sacrifices should go rewarded in the long run. John is here to help you find solutions for your retirement. All right. I don't know what the theme is of this phase in time because we were talking about the asteroid uh, situation. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, celebrating the anniversary of 1992 when a meteorite struck a parked car in New York City, penetrating the trunk, leaving a small crater underneath. So the story, though, here is the car's owner sold the space rock for $50,000 and the car then for $25,000. Oh. And so, so hold on. So he made 75 grand out of this deal. Yep. So did uh, Liberty Mutual actually let him get, like, did they total the car? Or because he made more money off to that, did they decide that they right. weren't going to pay him anymore right. at all? Right. <laughs> you don't get I mean, anything that's, from That's us. the situation I've done. was like, <laughs> listen, John, you made more money from this situation, so yeah. we're not going to pay you anything. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, it's also a, a moon rock or a, a space rock hit the guy's Chevy Malibu. Whatever it was. and yeah. Whatever it was. And he gets fifty thousand dollars for the for the meteorite that uh-huh. hit it. Yeah. And then he gets twenty five thousand bucks to sell the car. Yeah. And then I'm sure he got insurance money to replace the car, right? One hopes. I don't know. I don't yeah. I just I just know the, the story of this. That's impressive. But what's interesting is the parlays into the conversation of just makes me and I know I already know the look on your face is gonna happen, John, about mm. how all the volatility in markets lately uh, are causing some investors to turn towards things like collectibles for some Supplemental uh, income, and it's like, no, no, no. Let uh, us not relive the story of the Beanie listen, Baby situation. I was going to say that. I was going to say when you think about collectibles, yeah. there are some collectibles that have value: gold, the, silver, the end, platinum. <laughs> yeah. right. right. We're talking about precious metals, right, right? Right. And other collectibles could potentially be could potentially be classic cars, mm-hmm. antique. Guns and memorabilia, some art, some uh, or or some uh, classic homes, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you if you buy uh, an estate out there in like, or are you talking about Paris? The reason why is because my kids played uh, soccer out in Paris, which is mm-hmm. just right outside of Lexington. Mm-hmm. It is some of the most gorgeous horse park area on the planet. It was just absolutely, I just was asking myself, why on earth do I not live out here? Mm -hmm. Except those estates, they're old and they're expensive and they're crazy. But if you bought one of those, uh, there's a good chance you could make money. But guys, when you look at the other collectibles, even baseball cards, basketball cards, take your pick. Guys, they don't hold their value. And I've been asked about this so many different times. And what I say is, well, what do you think you have invested in that? Because when we're trying to do someone's estate plan, mm-hmm. they say, well, John, I've got $100,000 of baseball cards or whatever their thing is. And I'm like, well, that's exceptional. What did you pay for it? They're like about six or $7,000. I'm like, well, I hate to tell you that, but it's probably not quite worth that. Right. I mean, it could be, and we hope it is, 
But guys, those aren't great investments. So Heather, if you're asking about collectibles, well, <laughs> just make 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 sure they're the right type of collectible, right? It's my stance on collectibles is if you want to collect something because it makes you happy, go forth and collect. You, just don't sure. let it be some sort of investment. Don't become one of those hoarders. Right. Oh, where it's like, listen, I have 487 Cabbage Patch Kids right. in this said bedroom. And you think yeah. that it's going to bail you out of some sort of financial situation. That's, don't. It's just a fire hazard. That That's right. Yeah, it's a fire hazard. <laughs> Let's be honest. Cabbage Patch Kids are really. I mean, it is. What lots it is. of flammable materials there. Of course, so, they used lead paint on half that stuff. <laughs> I, mean, I hate to say it, but it's true. It's true. They came from China. I mean, it, it is what it is. Thinking about though the current economic situation that we are in, and for folks who have perhaps, obviously, you meet them every single day. A lot of folks that have been much more responsible, not putting their money into collectibles, but thinking that they're doing the right thing, putting their money into a 401k, for example. Sure, of course. There is lots of talk about how this recession is going to parlay into plenty of layoffs, something that you have brought up here on this conversation in the radio before, John. So for somebody who is close to retirement, if they lose their job, what options do they have then when it comes to former workplace IRA accounts? And what are steps that you would say to this group of folks? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a pretty simple question, but it's one that many of us haven't had to deal with for years. Right, exactly. What happens if you lose your job, get laid off, get displaced? You could just get ticked off of what they're doing, and they and you decide to quit. I mean, whatever happens, right? Mm-hmm. So you got a couple choices. You can often leave your 401k at that employer, but the question would be this. Why? Right. Why would you want your former employer controlling your potential largest bucket of money I think it's a terrible idea. As a matter of fact, it's such a terrible idea that forever I have said, hey, listen, it doesn't matter if you even change your job. If you are 59 and a half, you have almost 99% of us guys, you have the opportunity to do what they call an in-service withdrawal, which means you're still in service with the company you're currently working at. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, if you've left that company, you can move your money anywhere you want. It's called a rollover. You just roll over your 401k into either the new company you work for, their 401k, but I don't think that's the best way to do it. The best way to do is to take that old employer 401k and roll it into your very own IRA, one of the cheap places, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or Charles Schwab, places like that or Vanguard. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because they're so much less expensive then your former 401k, and you may not even know that. So right, number one, right. if you ever leave a place, roll it over into your own IRA. Number two, if you're over 59 and a half and you haven't lost your job, you should do it anyway. You should take those dollars and really consider rolling that into your own self-directed IRA mm-hmm. at one of the least expensive places. Now, why am I saying this? You can then control your destiny. The biggest problem that I have, and by the way, Ted Benna, who is the guy that created the 401k. Mm-hmm. We have gotten a lot of his audio over the years on our show. Mm-hmm. And Ted Bennett has very honestly said, hey, had I had any idea that this is what I created was going to become, mm-hmm. this Frankenstein beast, mm-hmm. I would have really rather not have done it. There are so many better ways to do it. And he, on his own volition, said, people should just roll their money into their own IRA as quickly as they can Control their costs where you can potentially pay guys. Like I'm talking a hundredth of the costs sometimes. 
on what you would pay in your 401k. You have total control. You can put your money in anything you want. You can have CDs. You can have annuities. You can have uh, mutual funds, which, by the way, I, I think are very expensive. You shouldn't do it, but you can. Right. You can do exchange-traded funds, which are cheap institutional versions of mutual funds, which are much better. Right. You can put them in gold. You can put them in silver. You can put them in real estate. Guys, you can put it in whatever you want. And so when you look at what you should do if you get potentially laid off or mm-hmm. if you have that opportunity, over, if you're over 15 and a half, get a self-directed IRA and you can invest in anything. Now, here's one thing that I would say. If you don't know really what you want to do and how you want to create your plan, you may not just need to roll the money over. You still might need to consult a fiduciary-based advisor so that you can be on the right page. Now, the reason I say that is because yeah, sure, you can roll your money over and you can pay less expenses, but what happens if you still lose 35 or 40%? Right, there are a lot of people that Because we're in a recession. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. Right. Like, then what? Hello? Right, that's the whole point. So yeah. so to me, the number one, regardless if you seek our firm out or another firm just like us, yeah. you still want to get your money in the right spot. That's what we do for everyone no matter what. We put their money in the right spot, the cheapest spot we possibly can, yeah. and they can make all those decisions. But the secondary thing you want to do, guys, how can you avoid the 25, 35, 45, a 50% correction that the recession is going to have on us, right? Because mm-hmm. if we lose our job or if we're over a certain age and we might be retiring soon, the last thing that we can honestly, that we can deal with is losing 30 or 40 or 50% exactly. at this time in our lives. Yeah. Because either number one, we've lost our job or number two, we're close to retirement. Yeah. So we have to understand those things. Those make a very big impact. Now, if you have not considered that, my question is Why? Is it because you're, 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 the person you're dealing with that handled your finances has not mentioned that? Mm-hmm. Or is it just because you're not aware? Or you've been a do-it-yourselfer. And by the way, I love do-it-yourselfers for one simple reason. If you're still just accumulating money and you're rolling that money up and you're just growing it, growing it, growing it over the years and you're under 59 and a half, mm-hmm. keep doing it. You don't need to pay an advisor. You really don't. Often, 90% of the time, you don't have to pay an advisor unless you've saved over a couple million bucks or if you were going to retire much earlier or if you need an income stream from those accounts a little bit of a different way, okay? Mm-hmm. But if you're over 59 and a half, that changes everything completely because you're very close to retirement. That is no longer about growing that money without fees. That is about making sure, regardless of fee, the money is there to send you an income stream for the rest of your life. As a matter of fact, that is when everyone needs, even if you've never liked an advisor, even if you've had bad advisors in the past, I assure you one thing. If you seek for a distribution-based financial advisor who's fiduciary only when it comes to securities, guys, it could potentially change your entire not only life, but livelihood. They should be able to show you not only how you absolutely exploit every dollar you've saved, how do you pull out more than you save over the course of your life without taxation and wealth transfer without taxes becomes huge. So having said that, if you are at a point, you lose your position in your jobs, understand, please roll over to your own self-directed IRA so that you can control it. Mm-hmm. If you're over 59 and a half, you need to do that anyway, but that's when you might want to consider dealing with fiduciary. If you do it correctly, you could potentially change the entire longevity of your retirement. That's a big deal. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagan Capital by visiting retirementsolutionradio.com. 
Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. Jay Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Jay Hagan Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. Jay Hagan Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.